Welcome to Dear Empath with Gus Baxter. On this weekly podcast, we discuss all things personal, spiritual, and professional growth and break down these philosophies into everyday language we can all understand. Let's walk on this journey together. On today's episode, I want to talk about affirmations. The words and phrases and the visions they represent can be powerful ways to manifest what you want in life and reprogram your brain. By the end of this episode, you will have an understanding of what an affirmation is, how they work, and the science behind the practice of affirmations, the trouble with traditional I am affirmations, and the updated practice of may I affirmations. Affirmations are very popular. You have heard them in many forms in many different areas of your life. The Secret by Rhonda Byrne is one of the most popular current books on the subject of manifestation and focuses on affirmations to reach your goal. Affirmations are intentions to create positive thought in your mind. Creating a positive state of mind will translate to higher rates of success and personal fulfillment. The entire process can be boiled down to this. If you believe it will happen, you have a greater chance of creating opportunities to see that goal fulfilled in your life. Affirmations should be very specific and individualized. When creating an affirmation, they are traditionally present tense, positive, and unique to the individual. You are encapsulating your desire, the vision you want to see made manifest, in a concise sentence. These unique phrases should then be written down or spoken aloud often, reinforcing this new state of being within your mind. Neurolinguistic programming uses a form of affirmation as a powerful way to rewire your brain and create a different mental landscape. Affirmations are wonderful in their simplicity and individuality. You can create an affirmation for nearly anything. The affirmation doesn't have to make sense to the masses, so long as it is impactful for you. Practicing affirmations can be done in the quiet moments throughout your day. Reciting affirmations or writing them down can be an inconspicuous activity, allowing you to practice without anyone else knowing what you're doing. Practice at work, practice at the gym, or online at the grocery store. You can create incredible results using affirmations and building upon the evidence you see of this practice working in your life. This practice creates a foundation of self-love and trust that can create great change. Affirmations help us believe in our own potential and the potential for opportunities to manifest in our lives. But do they really work? The short answer is yes. Affirmations alone may not be the cure-all for most people, but incorporating these powerful statements into your routine, alongside your other personal growth initiatives, will likely return positive results. Ralph Waldo Emerson wrote, You are what you think. The practice of affirmations and using positive thought to transform your reality has existed for hundreds of years. 
Now, modern-day neuroscience has begun to quantify these esoteric practices within the human brain's function of neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity is the human brain's ability to organize and then restructure synaptic connections. Your brain is made up of neurons, branch-like connections that form the neural network that connects all of your thoughts and experiences. When you get a stimulus from the external world, let's say you put your hand on the stove and it feels hot, neurons fire electrical impulses that connect to other neurons through gates or synapses, which culminate in a physical response. You immediately remove your hand from the hot stove. All of this happens in a fraction of a second. Your brain doesn't give you the time to think through your actions. This is an automatic response. As we've talked about in our exploration of empathy, our inner dialogue is so powerful and truly creates our reality. Growing up, connections are made between ideas, events, emotions, and thoughts. If you have been in repeated situations where you've been told, you can't do this, you're not skilled, you will believe that to be true, and your brain will physically wire itself around that idea. Your brain will create neural pathways that support that thought. Then, when you are faced with a new challenge, your brain is already ready to follow the neural pathway of, I can't do this, I'm not skilled. That thought is reinforced, and you continue that pattern of behavior. Unlike conscious thought, these neurons fire in fractions of a second, automatically bringing us to that headspace of, I can't do this. According to the study of neuroplasticity, you can change this. Your brain naturally rewires itself as you learn new information or go through a trauma, physical or otherwise. Your brain is constantly changing to adapt to the world around you. Affirmations and positive thinking can be used to target specific responses you want to change at the microscopic level. Can you manifest this change if your reality isn't changing? Can you train your brain to simply think differently? Yes. Your amazing brain can have a hard time distinguishing between what is real and what is imaginary. This can be a very powerful tool in helping you craft a more holistic and healthy lifestyle. When you engage in an affirmation, you are speaking aloud words that define the vision you want to manifest in your life. You imagine that scene and all the feelings, sights, sounds, and experiences that come with that. The more you practice this affirmation, the more your brain identifies this as possible and real. There is physical rewriting that occurs that will support this new vision of life. In neurolinguistic programming, you learn to command your brain to take a certain action until it becomes automatic. In order to have the most control over your mind and the way it reacts, you practice this command by imagining situations in which you reacted poorly and imagine how you would react differently. The more you practice, the more your brain accepts this as fact and will physically rewire to support these new commanded actions. For example, 
Each time you get called into your supervisor's office, you immediately assume the worst and have a physical fear reaction. Stop. Breathe. Choose a different response. It will feel uncomfortable at first, but the more you command your brain to treat being called into your supervisor's office as a non-dangerous situation, it will soon become your normal reaction. You are diverting the neural pathway that leads to the negative headspace and rerouting it to a positive one. Your brain is a living biological organ and it will not change overnight. People can get burnt out on practicing affirmations because they think it's not working or not working fast enough. Consistent and dedicated practice is key. All good things take time and unlearning negative thoughts and rewriting to positive thoughts is definitely a good thing. What makes a traditional affirmation traditional is the structure of the sentence. It usually begins with I am and creates a definitive statement. For example, I am strong, confident, and successful. I am trusting in spirit who guides my steps and leads me to what I must know and do. I am thankful for my body, and I will support it by nourishing it with good food today. Traditional affirmations form declarative statements that don't make room for any other viewpoint. It draws a sharp line between what you want to be true and what you want to be false. In a perfect world where everything works in a linear fashion, This system would be perfect. In the real world, where nothing moves in a straight line, this linear system can feel like balancing on the edge of a sword. I want to share some personal experience with affirmations and how limiting these traditional I am affirmations can be. I have looked in the mirror and said, I am beautiful to myself. I would look at myself with clothes on, with clothes off, and say, I am beautiful. And some days, I believed myself, but most days, I just felt uncomfortable. I was drawing this sharp line underneath my self-image and my inner confidence. But what about the days I didn't feel beautiful? The affirmation felt like a tight-fitting shirt. It made me more uncomfortable to try and squeeze into this ill-fitting metaphoric garment with the buttons buckling and the fabric stretching across my amazing curves. I felt myself trying to live up to this expectation without any proper foundation. Like trying to do a pull-up with zero training. It's not going to happen. Over time, this internal pressure colored this affirmation. What was initially meant to be a positive way to change my inner world became another weapon my negative thoughts used against me. Every time I found myself unable to live up to this affirmation, It was a reinforcement that I was, in fact, not beautiful. I felt like a fraud, pushing myself to believe in something that was clearly untrue. Traditional I am affirmations run this risk. For some, traditional affirmations work wonders. The sharp line that separates what they want to be true and what they want to be false can be their sword to carve out their new reality. For others, like me, this sword became the weapon of my inner executioner, and I felt even more powerless. If you don't succeed at this I am affirmation, then you fail. 
it's a very black and white approach to changing your mental landscape. In an interview with Oprah about affirmations and personal growth, Tracy Ellis Ross said, The space between where I am and where I want to be is often the thing that frightens me the most. If I've said it once, I will say it a thousand times. Personal development is not easy. If it were easy, everyone would be a master by now. The space between where you are and where you want to be is often so terrifying that it feels safer to just stay where you are. But what if you didn't have to hurdle that space all in one go? What if you treated yourself with kindness and took it piece by piece? May I is a modern form of affirmation. When you create an affirmation starting with may I, you are building in kindness and understanding into your practice. Where I am expects black and white results, pass or fail. May I creates opportunities for growth and success. When you focus on creating opportunities, there is no failing. If you don't succeed to the level you expect, there's no reason to get down on yourself. Learn what you can from that experience and trust that another opportunity to express that affirmation is just around the corner. Let's take the affirmation, I am beautiful. If I apply a new sense of kindness to this affirmation, I'm going to replace the phrase I am with may I. I'm going to break down this idea of being beautiful even further. Be specific. What is it about being beautiful that is so desirable to me? Well, I want to be confident in my own skin. If I am confident in my own skin, I will be less interested in what other people think about me. I will be less interested in what I think other people are thinking about me. I imagine myself getting dressed for the day and expressing myself in a more natural and authentic way because my confidence comes from within me. My new affirmation, equipped with this kindness, is May I know that this body is perfect for me. With my affirmation in mind, I move through my day. The first time I step out of the shower and see myself in the mirror, I say to myself, May I know that this body is perfect for me. I can look at myself and show myself that kindness. I don't have to be beautiful or compete with society's idea of beauty. As much as I say I don't compete with it, I am confronted by the images of what is traditionally beautiful every day, on every digital platform. As I put on my outfit for the day, maybe I feel my shirt hugging a curve. I remind myself, may I know that this body is perfect for me, and I can show love and gentleness to this experience. If during either of these events, or at a later time in the day, I confront something about my body and I don't respond with kindness, I don't condemn myself for that. Maybe I'm walking through the grocery store and I see a reflection of myself in my puffy winter jacket and think, oh God, is that what I look like? I'm huge in this jacket. And I don't get to rescue myself in time and my thoughts get away from me. That's okay. May I affirmations take into account that you are not going to be perfect at all times. 
Instead, may I affirmations allow you to learn from all experiences and use that to prepare you for the next time. Now I am more aware of how quickly my thoughts can turn when I unexpectedly see my reflection. May I affirmations will always present you with another opportunity, and another opportunity, and another opportunity after that to practice your affirmation and your new mindset. Try a may I affirmation out for yourself. If you have affirmations that you use or have used, apply a new sense of gentleness and kindness to them. Get specific. Transform them into may I affirmations. Play with that for at least a week and see how you feel. What kind of opportunities presented themselves to use this new affirmation? After a week of practice, ask yourself if there's another small step you can take. Is there a new affirmation you can add to your rotation? After a few weeks of practicing, may I know that this body is perfect for me. I added a new affirmation about updating my wardrobe. May I know that bright colors look good on me. Try this out for yourself. Affirmations can be a great practice and another great tool to add to your toolkit. Remember to treat yourself with kindness. There is never a rush, and you are getting there in your own time. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you next week. Dear Empath with Gus Baxter is a product of Atlas Readings, LLC. You can find out more information at www.atlasreadings.com or at patreon.com slash atlasreadings.